all my life, I've always wanted to help people. Fast forward 40 plus years on this planet and I'm running the holistic clinic of my dreams. I founded the supplement company of my dreams and I'm stepping into each day like it's a dream. Now, I get to help even more people through this podcast and I want you to have the tools to feel your best, to optimize, to figure out what's going wrong and how to course correct. I believe in you so much. Knowledge is power, and we're going to transform your life together. School of Doza is in session. Hello to the most wonderful community. Coming to you with so much joy in my heart and so much belief that I know you can take this information today and make a plan for your own body. Today, you will know what intuitively feels right to ask as we are covering lab work for people who are tired, which is a lot of us. Yes, five blood tests that I believe you might need, And as I often say, test, don't guess. Invest in getting data on yourself and having it read by someone who wants you in optimal ranges and feeling your absolute best. There are great doctors out there, and of course I'm partial to functional medicine practitioners like me, but we do what we can. And if you're often tired and battling fatigue, I urge you to break out the notepad today and take some notes. Real quick, make sure to sign up for our School of Doza nurse letter on nursedoza.com that is where you can submit questions and i answer three of them every other week if you love an anonymous q a style newsletter this is for you let's get on to the episode class is in session so we're talking about tired and what does it mean to be tired the medical term is fatigue and one of the things that i see on a daily basis in clinic and i've seen in practice for the last 14 15 years people complain about being tired Maybe all the time, just a little bit. Maybe they're tired at the wrong part of the day. But it's a complaint that is almost felt by everyone who walks this earth, right? You just expect it at one point throughout the day you're going to be tired. But the problem is, is if you're tired every single day, more often than not, most hours of the day, there's something wrong. Because you should not be tired all the time. You shouldn't be tired most of the time. Maybe every now and then if you've overexerted yourself, Maybe you had a a long day of work, right? Maybe you're tired. Maybe you had a workout, right? But fatigue is a lot different than tired. But fatigue is one of those things you have physical, mental exhaustion. It can be triggered by stress, maybe medications, alcohol, lack of sleep, right? Like, and the thing is, these things build up over time. And what we don't realize is that our daily lifestyle can influence our health in ways that can be profound and can be subtle at the same time. If you think about your sleep and how much you have not had in the last couple of months, could that explain why you're tired all the time? Yes, it could. But when we look at labs, it can tell us a bigger picture. A blood test that you need to consider getting if you're always tired is D-H-E-A-S. D-H-E-A-S is an acronym for a hormone that symbolizes adrenal function. Your adrenals are glands. You have two of them. You have them sit on top of your kidneys. And the adrenals' main job is to respond to stress. Now, when you order DHEAS, this will show you how your body's been handling stress over the last couple years, maybe even over your life. DHEAS is usually, ideally, in an optimal range, about 200 to 300 to most people. Now, if you catch someone 
an earlier age, let's say a teenager, 20 years of age, you could expect the DHAS to be higher than 200 or 300. I've seen it 300, 400, almost close to 500. Now, over time, that number is not gonna stay that high. It's not sustainable. That is a symbol of stress, overload, overactivation of the adrenal glands. DHAS will come down over time because your body will not be able to handle that much stress over the course of a lifetime. Keep in mind, stress is inevitable, right? We don't wanna add more to our plate by doing things like getting poor sleep or drinking tons of alcohol and fast food uh, you know, consumption. All these things can make us really sluggish. And it adds more stress on the body that can basically cause inflammation and all kinds of health issues. Now, going back to your adrenal glands, your adrenal glands will respond to stress no matter whether you're eating fast food or whether you're sleeping. Your adrenal glands are working 24-7. They're your natural response to stress whether you realize it or not. So if you think about your common work day, let's say 8 to 10 hours, right? maybe longer, and you're like, well, I work nights. I say, okay, nights are stressful on the adrenal glands right? because actually sleep at nighttime is when your adrenal glands can slow down their work and actually recover. Throughout the day, if you're stressing your body out due to blue lights, lots of laptops and screen time, maybe fluorescent lights, rush hour traffic, lots of emails, meetings, right? All of this is increasing your DHAS production earlier on in life, and over five or 10 years, your DHAS will start declining. If you're tired all the time, you have adrenal issues. You go to bed tired, you wake up tired, you have a crash in the afternoon, you have adrenal issues, and it can be a reflection of your DHAS levels. The lower the levels, the more tired you are, the more chronically fatigued you could be. There are people who have a diagnosis of chronic fatigue syndrome. There are people who are always tired. And chronic fatigue syndrome is a debilitating fatigue that lasts more than six months. More than six months. Have you been tired for longer than six months? You've probably been tired for at least six years. Right, let's be honest, right? Life is tough. And as you get older, life is even tougher sometimes. Stress can lead to fatigue. Stress can lead to being tired all the time. The reason why is because your adrenal glands are your, gonna, are your response to stress. And over time, your adrenal glands can't keep up with stress. And when you have poor adrenal function, you have no stress response. Imagine you're just tired. Someone stress, stresses you out, someone surprises you. You don't even have the energy to actually respond to the stress. Fibromyalgia is another common term that women will actually get diagnosed with whenever they're tired all the time, chronically fatigued. I mean, I didn't longer than six months. Fatigue can lead to fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome. If you look at those blood tests for DHAS in those patients, those numbers are decreased as well. That's what the studies say. And it actually says, I have a study here that says, DHAS was suggested to be associated with the physiopathology of fibromyalgia syndrome. My theory all along, especially for people who still have a diagnosis of fibromyalgia, it was your adrenal issues all along. Fibromyalgia is years of burnout syndrome from your adrenals being overactivated. And I cannot, pun, pun intended, stress this enough, Someone who's tired all the time, goes to bed tired, wakes up tired, is tired at, at, in the afternoon at 2 p.m. They have adrenal issues. They are stressed all the time and they cannot keep up with demand. 
if you go check cortisol, your cortisol could be up or down. We talk about cortisol all the time. We just did a, a video on it. Cortisol should be higher in the morning and decrease throughout the day. So you can go to sleep at night. But stress increases cortisol even more so. So some people can't go to bed at night. They're awake at night. So their cortisol is higher. Right? This is inverted of how it should be. But if you're thinking you have adrenal issues and you say, oh, yeah, my doctor or practitioner has checked my cortisol levels, they haven't checked DHAS. Cortisol will fluctuate throughout the day. I've seen it throughout my practice. For 10 or 15 years, the more accurate measurement of adrenal function is DHAS over cortisol. So if you haven't had this test done, I highly advise you to get this test done yearly. I don't even care if you say I have tons of energy. For the few people out there that have energy all the time, your DHAS should be in an optimal range of 200 to 300. So maintain that level as you age and you will have constant energy. You're not deficient in caffeine. You're deficient in adrenal production like cortisol and dopamine and adrenaline, epinephrine. You need those things in order to function. Another blood test to consider if you're tired all the time is HSCRP. HSCRP, high sensitivity C-reactive protein, is an inflammatory marker. And I could make the case that HSCRP is high in people who are tired all the time. Because if you say you're tired to me, I've been trained to think the worst of the worst, right? As a family practitioner, if you're tired all the time, initially I'll think, okay, is it diabetes, is it heart disease, is it, you know, maybe uh, allergies related, right? Here in Austin, the weather changes all the time, so people are always tired from seasonal allergy issues, right? Imagine that tired could be depression, right? Seasonal allergy disorders, right? Sad, general anxiety disorders, Talk to someone in Seattle, we love y'all, but you imagine that they're tired all the time because they are depressed. And are they tired and depressed because lack of outdoors, lack of sunshine? Maybe. But going back to the HSCRP, a person who's tired all the time could be inflamed. And this HSCRP, this inflammation marker that anyone can order, it could be high in someone who is tired all the time because they have low level inflammation. Now, HSCRP, has been shown in research to be a very good predictor of things like coronary artery disease. Think about heart disease. Higher CRP concentrations in lab work has been associated with stroke risk, Alzheimer's disease, and Parkinson's disease. Now, I know most likely if you're listening to this podcast, you don't have Alzheimer's, maybe you do, maybe you know someone who does. I want to know the person in Alzheimer's what their HSCRP was their entire life. If their HSCRP was four, five, six, because the range is very small, it's like one to 3.0. If your HSCRP is above three, you're inflamed. So you imagine the HSCRP can, in some labs, actually go up as high as seven for the cutoff. I, my, my range is, is three. In fact, actually, I cut it off at two. If you're uh, even hovering around 2.0 with your HSCRP, you're low level infl inflammation. You have low level inflammation. Low grade systemic inflammation and fatigue are connected. Someone who is tired all the time, like I said before, you have to see what it, the root cause is. Check your adrenal glands. If your you know, adrenal glands are burnt out, check your DHAS. Then check your HSCRP. If you have high HSCRP, 
you have low-grade inflammation. That's like a fire burning that's never going out, and it's somewhere in your body. You need to figure out where it's coming from because HSCRP, it, it doesn't tell me exactly where it's coming from. Like I said, it could be heart disease. It could be brain inflammation. It could even be liver inflammation because HSCRP is a protein that's kicked out from liver. So you imagine HSCRP just means inflammation, and if you're tired all the time, you need to figure out why you have inflammation or why your adrenal glands are burnt out, right? And this is why it's important to work with a functional medicine practitioner. A lot of people will get labs done, and you know what happens? These lab ranges, like HSCRP, are considered normal. Uh, HSCRP, for I've seen at 7.0, 9.0 for some people, and doctors won't do anything about it, or they won't address it, or they don't know how to address it, right? Because the old ideology that HSCRP was elevated in heart disease is, is an outdated outlook. If the person has heart disease, they're also tired. If the person has heart disease, they're also tired. They also have sleep deprivation. The person that has heart disease, that has a high HSCRP, also has burnout syndrome from their adrenal glands. They're tired all the time. They're pre-diabetic. And you know about the fatty liver disease. You know, one in four people in this world have it. So I just look at the stats, right? Like, let's look backwards on this. If one in four people in this country, in this world, have fatty liver are pre-diabetic if one in three one in three have heart disease every 65 seconds someone gets diagnosed with alzheimer's check their hsc hscrp on these individuals and you will see it elevated throughout the course of their lifetime and they originally came to the clinic they originally came to the doctor because they said i don't feel good and the whole reason we have this podcast the school of doza podcast the reason why we have supplements the reason why we talk about lab work on a podcast is because we want you to understand that the second you feel tired you have to start being aware of what's causing you to be tired you were designed to function at an optimal level most people have the ability to optimize their health their optimize their function their cognition their metabolism their you know their their function right and some people will choose to use their human body to get the most out of this thing called the human existence right now i'm getting deep here but stay with me on this someone who wants to get the most out of life i learned a long time ago has to be healthy you cannot work long hours you cannot get a job promotion you cannot travel the world you cannot spend time with your family you cannot enjoy the millions of dollars that you will earn over the course of a lifetime if you are not healthy you could retire with all the money in your world in the world i've met the richest people and you know what they want? They want health. Because when they get to 60 or 70 and they're bored or they're aching and in pain, they'll spend whatever they want to get healthier. And the thing is, labs were done all along. I mean, think about how many labs you've had done in the course of your lifetime. You get yearly physicals. If you go to the gyno as a female, right, you're going to get tons of lab work done. If you have health insurance or rather, you know, uh, liability insurance, you know, you're going to get some kind of blood work done to look at your lab work and lab work will tell me how your body's responding to stress. Lab work is essentially a scan of your body. Your body's a car. I'm a mechanic, right? So if I look at your HSCRP and it's off, it tells me that some system in the body is not functioning well. If I look at DHAAS, the adrenal function marker we mentioned, if it's low in someone, I can say the system that responds to stress is working poorly, right? It's, it's not a judgment. It's an observation. It's an objective finding that I have that I can correct now. 
right? If, if someone has low level inflammation or high level inflammation, there's something that can be done about this. Now we're talking just about the lab work right now, what to look for. There's plenty of things to do about these markers if they're abnormal. I've been taught as a, as a family nurse practitioner how to manage disease. As a chiropractor, I was taught how to promote health. Lab work can help promote health the same way it can help you manage disease, depending on the practitioner. So that's why I said it's important, it's vital you work with a functional medicine practitioner, someone that will look at these labs and get to the root cause. Another blood test you need to consider if you're always getting tired is to measure your sex hormones. Estrogen and testosterone are the two main sex hormones that people think of when it comes to health, sex drive, vitality, energy. And we all know that as we age, sex hormone production decreases. In women, they call it uh, menopause. In men, it's called hypogonadism. You can measure this in lab work. Imagine the 30, 40 year old female or male that comes into the office is measuring their labs. And if I look at their estrogen or testosterone, I don't have to ask them any questions. If I can see their levels are in optimal ranges, this person's happy, their spouse is happy, they're vibrant, they're probably going to the gym or they're active, right? Hopefully they're getting good sleep and their mood, right? Like all of this is, is I can see all of these from just lab work. I don't even have to talk to the individual, right? I can say, okay, your estrogen is an optimal range for a 30, 40 year old female. Congratulations, you're doing something right. If I talk to you as a male and you're a male, testosterone 500 to 800 optimal for people you say oh for for men and i say okay your testosterone's in an optimal range you're doing something right that tells me that your bodies are functioning like it should however stress can suppress your estrogen and testosterone production and if your estrogen and testosterone production are deficient lowered or suppressed you could be tired all the time women have come into the office for years and talked about their hormones with us and you wonder why a guy knows so much about estrogen, it's because I've heard women after women, year after year, week after week, complain about being tired all the time. And women will come in, sometimes it's the adrenal glands. It's not always estrogen, but sometimes it's the adrenal glands. But imagine I catch the 40 or, or you know, 50 year old female who's going into menopause, perimenopause they call it, right? They're transitioning over to that. The menopause transition for women includes decreased libido, insomnia, joint pain, and fatigue. So a person who is going through sex hormone deficiency production, right, over you know a few years is gonna be tired all the time because that transition doesn't feel good. But 1.5 million women each year go through menopause, which means there's 1.5 million women who are tired all the time and they're lacking estrogen production. Think about this for men. Over 40% of men around, over the age of 45 have low testosterone production. 40% of men over the age of 45 have low testosterone production. And this is what a study says, and I'm gonna say this is probably inaccurate. I think it's probably higher. And the reason I think there's low testosterone in men, because it's lifestyle induced. Genetics, yes, that might help, but your lifestyle, especially if you're a man, will directly affect your testosterone production. You think about the lack of sleep, 
Lack of sleep lowers your testosterone. Alcohol lowers your testosterone. Tidy whitey underwear lowers testosterone. Putting your laptop directly over your gonads, your testes, will lower your testosterone production because of all the radiation. Putting your cell phone in your pocket every single day for eight hours a day will lower your testosterone production. And that could explain why you're tired all the time. And your doctor, your conventional doctor, will not say, oh, sir, you're tired all the time because you have tons of EMF and radiation all around you, you sit all day, you're not outdoors, you're eating poor junk food, and you're drinking alcohol at night. They're just gonna say, oh, you have diabetes or high cholesterol, here's a statin. But maybe the guy's really tired. He didn't come in just because he has cholesterol issues. You know how hard it is to get a guy to come in and do his lab work? Women will come in in droves to get their lab work done and check their labs throughout the year because they wanna know exactly what's going on with their estrogen, exactly what's going on with their hormones, exactly what's going on with their inflammation. Guys wanna know what's going on with their testosterone. And when I have a conversation about low testosterone in men, I talk about lifestyle. Because men think that getting a testosterone injection is gonna fix them being tired all the time. And if you're listening to this podcast, it helps a lot. But I have talked to men throughout the years who have taken testosterone injections and they're still tired when they go to the gym. They're still tired when they get home from work. And guess what? The testosterone did not fix the fatigue. The testosterone injections and testosterone therapy helped you get bigger muscles, helped you chase your spouse around, but it did not fix you being tired. If you need estrogen replacement, testosterone replacement therapy, you should consider it because it would help give you some energy, but you still got to work on the adrenal glands. You still got to work on the fatty liver. You still got to work on the sleep, right? Another test to consider if you're getting tired all the time is homocysteine. Now, we talked about homocysteine in one of our videos, and we said if you're getting migraines all the time, you should check out your homocysteine. Well, if you're tired all the time, I think you should also check out your homocysteine. Homocysteine is a liver enzyme marker that almost every practitioner has been trained to order. Homocysteine elevation throughout the course of medicine has been associated with osteoporosis, chronic kidney disease, hypothyroidism, Alzheimer's disease, and schizophrenia, in addition to heart disease. Homocysteine is a B vitamin deficiency if homocysteine is elevated. I repeat this, if you're tired all the time, Check your homocysteine levels. If your homocysteine levels are high, doctors might say you're at risk for Alzheimer's and dementia and stroke. I'm gonna say you must be tired all the time because you're B vitamin deficient. Homocysteine could be a marker, and I'd say could be, it is a marker for B vitamin status, specifically B6, B9, and B12. Those are my three favorite B vitamins to take. It almost saved my life when I started taking B vitamins. You know why? Because B vitamins, with the help of homocysteine and the MTHFR gene, they help make things like serotonin and dopamine. And if you look at our Reading Labs podcast, go back and read the MTH or listen to the MTHFR one. The MTHFR is a gene in our body that everyone has. Like you just have this gene. It's in your liver, it's in your brain, it's everywhere. Your MTHFR gene takes this marker, homocysteine, breaks down homocysteine and turns homocysteine into serotonin and dopamine and glutathione. Okay, now you need genetics and B vitamins 
in your favor in order for your homocysteine levels to be in range. And if your homocysteine levels are elevated, you're probably tired because like I said, you have B vitamin deficiency and you're not making the serotonin and the dopamine. You're not making the glutathione that reduces inflammation in your body and you have low level inflammation. You're seeing the picture hopefully now. I've always talked about liver with y'all. I've always said the liver is the key to optimal health, right? Sleep is a thing you can always do to help your body improve health. I mean, it's not a skill, but it has to be nowadays because everyone's sleep is poor. And because everyone's sleep is poor, everyone has inflammation. I used to think it was the fast food, the alcohol, all that stuff there. Yes, that doesn't help. That's lifestyle induced. But just imagine that everyone has a fatty liver. Everyone is pre-diabetic. Everyone has heart disease and everyone's brain is turning to mush as we speak. If you check their homocysteine markers on any of these people, it's elevated. If it's not elevated, it's because the person is taking methylated B vitamins. A homocysteine level ideally, optimally should be around six or seven. The lab will cut you off around 11 or 12 and anything over 14, you're in serious danger of something going on. You're not just tired, your brain and your heart are on fire and you need to do something about it. Going back to the energy, B9 can give you energy. B12 can give you energy. They make even ATP for you, which is a form of energy. I have a study here. Methyl B9 has helped people with depression. So going back to the idea of you're depressed all the time, you're tired all the time, I know this. Why are you depressed all the time? Lack of sunlight, lack of B vitamins, lack of B6, lack of B9, lack of B12. These things directly help make dopamine and serotonin. And we talked about it in our other, our other podcast. If you need more energy, take something for your dopamine or serotonin. I'm gonna suggest you take our B vitamin mix and Zen. I know it's taken me a while to, take the, to give you a supplement recommendation, but Zen, our adrenal supplement, is my favorite happy supplement that we make. Like, it's my happy pills. If I wanna be happy in the day, I take two of our Zen pills. They're adrenal support. They help re recover my adrenal glands to the point where I can actually keep up with life's demands. Because you and I both know I don't want to drink coffee all day. I can't drink it. That's why we made Boost. I can't drink coffee all day. It makes me anxious and it, drain, it drains my adrenal glands. Coffee will drain your adrenal glands. Okay? And if I'm tired all the time, the last thing I want is to be reaching for something that's going to keep me drained and depleted. I reach for my B vitamins. I get them in Zen. I get them in Boost. I get them in Brain Candy. These are all our supplements. And guess what? Any of these supplements gives me energy. If you don't want to be tired anymore, we have all of our supplements help you with energy. All the supplements at MSW Nutrition help you with energy. If you're tired, take Boost. It has caffeine and B vitamins in it. If you want natural, clean focus, take Brain Candy. It has B vitamins in it. If you want clean, sustainable, calming energy, take our Zen. It has B vitamins in it, right? And you see that there's different ways to approach being tired all the time, but behind the scenes, we have to do lab work because I got to figure out if something serious is going on. Another test you consider, uh, you should consider if you're tired all the time, check your fasting insulin. Fasting insulin has been associated with diabetes, right? A high fasting insulin that is. Now you can talk about diabetes all you want and say, yes, it's prevalent. What's the real issue here? Sugar kills your cells. Sugar kills your energy production. Sugar is a form of energy, but actually the wrong kind of energy because sugar lowers your cell's ability to make something called ATP, which is our currency of energy. If you wanna say I'm tired all the time, I say you don't have enough ATP production. 
from all your cells. And you say, what does that mean? You say, well, your cells are not healthy enough to make energy for you to keep up with life demands. Your adrenal glands will make ATP. Your liver makes ATP. Your brain cells make ATP. And like I said, if any of your organs get overactivated, you have to make more ATP. So imagine all the ATP that the adrenal glands were making to keep up with all the work hours and long nights you did, right? All the ATP I had to produce when I was younger and I was depleted by the time I was 26, right? And I'm tired all the time. Sugar, I didn't know this. I thought, you know, I was tired all the time because lack of sleep, you know, growing up or because I was depressed, right? Sugar, fast food, alcohol directly kills your body's ability to make ATP. And if you're pre-diabetic or have a high fasting insulin, you don't have the ability to make more energy. Just plain and simple. You want to live forever. You want to live a healthy life. You need to not eat and raise your fasting sugar that much. I have a whole episode on fasting. Whole episode on insulin regulation. Go listen to it. Check your fasting insulin. The last test you need to check if you're always tired is GGT. So, so far we have DHAS. We have HSCRP. We have estrogen, testosterone. We have homocysteine. We have HSCRP. Oh, we missed fasting insulin. We have fasting insulin. And then we have GGT. GGT is a liver test. A lot of times GGT is elevated in people with fatty liver disease or a damaged, inflamed liver. If you have a damaged, inflamed liver, you're tired all the time. I've said this before. If your GGT is elevated, you have a decrease in ATP production. Remember, I just talked about that with the insulin. Keys to longevity. Regulate your insulin, which helps regulate and promote cellular health for optimizing your ATP production. That's the fancy biochemical term and language that we speak for saying you need more energy. When you take in vitamins and food or even coffee or sleep, any of these things increase ATP production. If your GGT liver enzyme is high, like above 30, 40, you're not making enough ATP because GGT is also a marker for glutathione production in the body. Glutathione, my favorite antioxidant, we make a lot of it from the liver and the brain. It reduces inflammation, it reduces free radical damage. Your GGT is a measurement of oxidative stress and a high GGT means high oxidative stress, high inflammation and low antioxidant production. This person is sick and it's a matter of time before them not just being tired, they're gonna have a disease. These blood tests are important. And here's the thing, if you're confused, it can be confusing, right? We have to make podcasts and, and, and we do consults over lab work, half an hour consult over labs. Like imagine this right now, like this could be your consult. This could be your labs that I'm going over. And I would say your liver needs help, you're too inflamed, you're B vitamin deficient, your adrenal glands are shot and you have chronic inflammation, right? Oh, and by the way, you're hormone deficient for estrogen and testosterone. These are typical labs I see in people and a lot of times they'll say, my doctor said everything was fine. They were all in range. Do you want to just be in range or you want to be in optimal range, right? Do you just want to feel okay or do you want to feel great? You know you want to feel great. When people come in and they want to fix their estrogen, their testosterone, fix their thyroid, fix their liver, that's not what they're saying. They're saying, I don't feel good. I'm tired. I want, I want to feel good. I want to feel better. I want to feel the best I've ever felt before. If you take care of these abnormal labs, you will feel better. Use these labs as markers for you to get your health in order and to start feeling incredible. You have to empower yourself. 
Knowledge is power. You have to do this. If it's confusing, please go back and listen again. If it's you want to break down each one, we have individual reading lab podcasts that just focus on GGT or HSCRP. Go listen and repeat. Make a playlist, right? If you want a supplement, I said it before, Zen. That's my favorite adrenal support supplement. Zen, use code Nurse Doza at mswnutrition.com. I look forward to hearing all of your success stories and hearing all of y'all finally getting to the root cause of what's going on. The right data can be life-changing. It really can. Thank you so much for spending your time with me this week. Until next time, class is concluded. Keep working on your health.